It's 110 Ocean Drive, baby. What's up? What's up? What it do? <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> what up, man? Oh, man, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> hey, man, you know, usually it's it's a few of us. Uh, right now, it's just you and I, man. And uh, I got a question for you, man. What's up? You know, in 2020, you know, um, people set um, different expectations as far as what they're looking for and what they want in life and for the year. Mm-hmm. And um, I know recently, um, congratulations um, with, with everything, man. Um, but what do you think dating is now in 2020 compared to the way it was back in the day? Uh, it's a lot of... It's too much glitter on it now. How so? Like, like people can't be true to themselves or natural because they all want to show people who don't really love or care about their well-being, like what they're doing. Social media, right? That's what I get. So people so try to appease to these people who don't give two fucks about you, besides living living naturally, letting shit flow naturally. That's the only thing I could think about it. I mean, I, 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 I look at the wave or the era generation we're in now, and you know it's 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 crazy to me because people don't actually walk up to any anyone no more and really have an interaction. But you know why that is though? Yeah, social media. No. Why? Uh, why is that? The Me Too movement. Mm. Uh, it's a lot that can be taken the wrong way. Uh, and like you said, it's just the way that the generation is. The Americans made it soft, made it okay. Uh, but yeah, you can't even say hi or you look nice today without somebody feeling offended. So that, you know, it's a... You gotta... I don't, I, I don't have an answer for that. Do you think... Do you think with social media being as high profile as it is currently, it's affected how we how we look at things and how we live our life from a communication standpoint. For sure. Most definitely. I mean, you gotta think prior to the social media you had to go grind. One of my favorite comedians was uh Jamie Foxx. Uh he changed his name because if it he changed his name to a female name, he would get called up when he just had his regular name on there. And they never called him up there. So that shows what type of grind people had to go through. Now you can just go viral off of anything. Right. So that's why a lot of that is being towards definitely Twitter, Twitter as well. You get a lot of recognition and notoriety just off of social media. And a lot of that grows a lot, you know, when it comes to the, even the technology, as technologies grows, you got to find different ways to get money and reach as many people as you can. So that's that's a lot of that deals with just the growth of technology in general. So, based on what you're just saying, you know, it was a key thing that you pointed out or you said, and getting money. Right. Do you think right now? In this era that we're in, 
everyone is trying to make the quick buck and get paid faster than uh, faster than the next man. So they out here doing clown ass shit for clout, you know? Cause you got, you I mean, you got, you got some I mean, real. But it might be clown shit to you. Like we know people from the gutter, like they don't go sign no record label. They rather get it out the trunk. Shit like that. You can't. I mean, it might be clown shit to us because we not raised that way. But that may be what's no, the normal now. That just might be the normal. So you think you think their normal day to day. They clowns regardless. The reason I said it because, like, I saw some I saw some stuff on 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 social media, and this guy was you know he he around some gangsters or whatever, and they they all acting like females. They all dressed up like females, just to have money. you know what I'm saying. And that, I, we, we that's where we cut different though. But that can like I said that's a generational thing because I don't want to say they some clowns. Just because I wouldn't do the shit. Like, I can't judge a person off of how they go about getting their money. Now, I can say to me, like, damn, I wouldn't do that clown ass shit. You know what I mean? But that's, to me, <laughs> what that shit is. To me. Right, I, I feel the same way. make it seem, but that might be acceptable based on the, the type of audience they're trying to reach out to. Again, that has, <clears throat> I can't say that. It's a whole new generation. And if that's how they see the wave, you got to think of in the rap game. Who was it? Future that started with the mumble shit, and then yep, everybody yep. else started, and they all getting paid off of it. You see what I'm saying? So it's about it's about trends. They, yeah. yeah, right. They following trends. They follow. Okay, so that worked for him. Boom, that worked for him. Now you see, when Wild and I first started off, we we got the Corey Holcombs, the older comedians. But now, if you look at it now, yep. it's more people who's came up off of social media, IG. You got the Emmanuel Hudsons and right. Right. And, uh, Hitman Hollows. Yeah, DC Young Flies and right. all that. So, and all that stemmed from social media. Basically, off of them doing what they did by reaching a certain audience using the platforms they have at their disposal. Now, I'm not saying that's, we, you know, the shit they do, me and my homies could have been done. We just didn't put forth that. I don't want to say we didn't put forth the effort, but we didn't know at the time how to go about reaching. So you, you know, we were we were in a box. We was in the hood. Right, right. But again, you know. Do you think do you think growing up being growing up in a hood, a ghetto, or whatever the case may be, do you think a lot of times it affects the way we get money now because it's certain it's certain principles that we we have within ourselves that we wouldn't do? Like it's certain stuff that we put, you know, that I mean, people put on social media that we not gonna do. In certain ways that dudes talk to females, we not gonna do. Uh-huh. Do you think us growing up in that society back in the day? Because I'm, you know, I'm an '80s baby. Me too. Does that affect the way our? Does it affect our life currently? Uh, I feel like any part of your past is two is two sides to that coin. You can either learn from it and find ways around it or you can be stuck in like it, I, f- I find myself now parenting the way my mom parented not saying that she was always right on how she parented uh, but I find myself doing things she's done how so uh, what, I mean when it comes to disciplining uh, 
shutting them out now. My mom has six of us, and all of us is different. Right. So just because she raised us all the same doesn't mean we all turned out the same. So I just, I mean, when it comes to disciplining the kids, things that may be frowned upon now, like spanking them, you know, using the bill, whatever the case may be, uh, in that aspect. Now, that shit frowned upon now. Is that? But I feel like that's a, that, that, that goes to what's wrong with society now. They making it more softer, so they making it more geared. It, and I feel like that's, that has an effect on our kids because they're not being disciplined. But like I said, it's all start with society, or how society is now. With, with us, like you said, with, with us not being able to discipline our children publicly, do you think that affects the way your child may be his upbringing? Of course. Definitely if they're not being taught at a young age that there's consequences to your actions. So if they just go out here and act a fool while they're young, what do you think they're gonna do when they grow when they grow up? Absolutely. That's real. Now 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 that's another black kid dead because he wasn't disciplined because he was never told that uh, when I mess up, I could I get chances after chances, and it's not like that as a black man. We already have it hard, and you just we so we always got to work harder. So, you know, let let me let me play devil's advocate a little bit. Why do you believe that it's harder for a black man than it is for any other culture, or do you believe that? Um, what it what it what that breaks down to is. People are always going to strive to take somebody under their wing that remind them of them, of themselves. So we can look at the the white man higher up. He's going to want somebody who he can relate to, who looks like him and whatnot. That's, that's my thing. Of course, we have to work hard because we got to prove that we're more than capable of doing the work or whatever the case may be. But there is avenues to get money outside of Absolute jobs. Yeah, outside of, you know, dealing with you know, the the other one. You know, it's called the black dollar. You know, keep it in the community. But that's another thing with our own people is we don't we don't spend within ourselves either. Mm. So. Do you think that in the long run that will affect us? Because I mean, currently I feel like it has an effect on us because we don't spend our own community. We don't um, we don't build in our own community. The first thing we do is once we get some some money, we go build out in the area where don't nobody want us. Yeah, do that. Go spend. We go to these Chinese nail shops. We go to these white people Louis Vuitton Gucci stores. But does that have something to do with our own community not creating? that you know no because they're created out there is just a matter of what and that goes back to the first what what they see on social media what they see the people they look up to what they see those people doing so they got to go have that like oh he got a gucci belt let me go have that so that's just a matter of that goes back to how many people you reach out to via social media? And, and 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 it sounds like, I mean, just based on what you're saying, everything boils back to where we are in society currently. 
from a social media standpoint. If Gucci's hot, that's what people are rocking. If Hermes right. is hot, that's what you rocking. If Balenciaga's hot, that's what you, that is, that's I what you want. I need to go get a pair of And that goes, like I said, to the Twitter. They show you everything that's trending off the rip. So automatically people, <laughs> that that's what they gravitate towards. And like I said, just new. It, we got shorter attention spans now than what we had back in the day because everything moves so fast. And Twitter is a prime example because your feed is always updating. In fact, you, you, right. you're trying to keep up. You're trying to keep up. You don't want to be two, three hours behind on something that was reported. Kobe Def, everybody was on there. Now you, you hear all these conspiracy theories. Like nobody want to be left out. They want to be the ones to talk about it. Immediately be the first ones to talk about what happened, why it transpired. Other than letting, you know, you you got to think at it from a family perspective. They're not even letting the family grief. They got to grief with the whole world. They can't just grief what they love. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to think when, when Vanessa got to tell her other children when she hearing conspiracy theories about her husband and shit. So... I mean, it's just a lot to take in. When you're when you're raising your children as being young men and young women in, in the society that we're growing up in right now, mm-hmm. how are you raising them differently than the way a lot of their peers are being brought up? Because I, I know I know who you are, and I know from a social standpoint, the way you communicate with them is completely different than the way. Other people communicate with their kids. How are you teaching them currently in this current society that we're in how to be strong kings and strong queens at this point in their life? I always lead by example. If I'm not with them, I'm at work. I don't be out here on no bullshit. I always let them know it takes hard work. I work I work for them. You know, when you here on earth, you're here to serve. Like, you're supposed to take in everything that you learn and pass it off to people. So you're you're serving them by passing on the knowledge that you gain within your time of being here. So you're always supposed to serve so those people that come after you become better versions of yourself. Right. And that's the way I go about it. I always instill... I, I used to gangbang back in the day. I did that shit. I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but that was part of the environment I was in. And on top of that... It build character. Mm. But now I make things in my life now to where my kids don't have to resort to to that lifestyle. They don't have to go sell a pack. They don't have to go strap up. You know, they don't shit like that. I had to learn how to fight, all that type of shit. So I always make sure they busy. Uh, I keep them active. That way they don't get stagnant. You know, they in all type of activities. I volleyball one wrestle one play basketball you know just always do something keep them into something that way they don't come to those summers where school out and then all they can do is run the streets right so just like i'm always busy i make sure my kids is always busy that's that's the primary goal if you're if you're looking if you're looking at it that way keeping them busy making sure that they're active in the community or um, active within the schools, do you feel as though, again, it's me playing devil's advocate, do you feel like that is taken away from you being a parent? Because ultimately, essentially, you're not 
parenting them by just dropping them off to someone. Right. Unless, I mean, you're I, now I know you. So, you know, this is going to be this is going to be different for you answering the question. But do you feel like just dropping them off to practice and coming back and get them just like you would drop them off to get a haircut and come back and get them? Do you feel like that is actively teaching them something or do you feel like there's more to that that one has to be? Well, when it comes to dropping them off, like my kids are those kids like, oh, daddy, look, daddy, look, like they always want to be under me. When it comes to taking them to practice, that's giving them their own time in the world to flourish and make new friends and be around other environments than the ones that they're so comfortable around. Mm -hmm. That's where that builds. So that does build that character. Like my oldest son. When he, like, he didn't go to daycare, you know, your firstborn, you know, overprotective. You don't want no strangers around him or anything like that. So his first environment was school. Dropped him off. He crying all the time, crying, crying, crying. So when I noticed that, I noticed I sheltered him. Oh, got you. You see what I'm saying? Right, so right. Every time, summertime, I put him in some type of summer camp, something. He's not going to be stagnant and think he can play the game all day under under my wing. No, you're right. going to go out here. You're going to become your own person and know what you like and build your own character. Right. So Right, because that, that is then teaching him to be more active around people and not right. be just under pops. Now you got to think nowadays, like when your, when your kid in uh, extracurricular activities, they, they start at you. They wake up at six thirty. Sometimes they don't get home till eight or nine. Eight right. or nine. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just time, to, time to eat. Time to uh, bathe and go to sleep. Like they pooped out. So what that does to me is that that gets them ready for the real real world when they start to having to work, starting to have to keep. Because when you get somebody that's on the couch or just go to school because they have to go to school, they don't like going to school. That's where the problems persist. That's where they grow up and they still in their mom house uh, in their 30s and still having babies because that's what they see. That's what they see. They think that stuff is cool. But when they see their parent always going to work and making sure that they have the nice things that they don't need to want, they don't want for anything. Right. So they will grow to appreciate that and then realize what they have to do to make sure that they can t continue to get those things and get their offspring some of those things as well. I'm with it. I'm with it on that. I'm with it on that. Well, let me let me let me tie it back to what we got originally, because you know we're talking about relationships, we're talking about parenting, we're talking about uh, proper raising. You know the society we live in. Going back to relationships, mm -hmm. how were you able to? move away from some of the association when it came to women that you're associating with to be where you are now in a very proactive, you know, influential. I mean, you, I mean, you're, you're, your spouse is just a, she's just a great person, right. you know, through and through. How were you able to differentiate between what you want or what you wanted compared to all the back, the behind the scenes stuff. Because, I mean, 
you have, I mean, it's some prime times back here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, some, it's some prime she times back that. here. So how were you able to say, hey, wait a minute, this is the one? Like, what made you do that? Uh, what, I mean, what even, what even happened? I've known her since high school. Okay. Uh, always stay, you know, not always stayed in contact, but we, you know, always been friends. But she always had the same morals then. Like, she never changed up since high school. So, and then she comes to her, her family. She got a great family background that's embedded in her as well, which I appreciate. Why? She, why do I appreciate Why did you appreciate it? Is it because that was something you may have been lacking or? I appreciate it because I never seen outside of the, the the women I would typically mess with, I never seen a strong family together like that all the time. Like even me and my siblings, like my sibling to tell me that we only talk if I was to call her out, but I was, uh, I was always focused on my immediate family. I'm the one that always in my, my kids life. So that was always my main priority. Now I'm not saying that's good or bad thing that I don't reach out. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a bad thing, but. I, I try to reach out now because it was brought to my attention. Some things you don't see till it is brought to your attention. Right. Now, what she instills in me is she's oh, she always makes sure she reach out to family members regardless of how busy she is. She's always busy. Uh, single mom for 14 years and always made a way out of nothing. And she always kept her same demeanor. Like, she don't make excuses about anything. She, if shit needs to be done, it's getting done. So, that, uh, even things I may not have known or even thought I needed, she made me realize I needed or what I, I was settling or it's more than this. Like, I feel like my group of friends, let's say a group of friends, I'm from the hood. Right. I feel like graduating was like big to me because nobody I've been around ever like they did that they didn't do that so I feel like oh okay I'm 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 doing pretty good well I got a job the homies is still in the streets they still you know I'm I'm working oh I'll keep a job steady at this job for 10 years right shit like that so I'm thinking I'm cool but then I meet her it's more than life mm. now we're traveling now we doing like family shit like it ain't just come over, get fucked, go to work. You see what I'm saying? Right, so it's right. more, it's, it's just more a whole to life that I didn't, I didn't know about or cared to, or I didn't think I cared to know about because I felt like everything I was doing was cool. Did you, so with, with you saying that, the people that were in your life mm -hmm. at the time, they didn't, I assume they didn't bring that to the table. Like they they weren't packaged like that. It's not that they weren't packaged like that. Is it was more of you know you grow over time too. I mean, you know you in your twenties, young boy with the with the yeah, yeah with the you know with the I mean? Viagra natural <laughs> Viagra in you, right. you know, slanging everything. Yeah, so you got all that going for you, but then you start to mature more because you 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 are having kids. You are realizing, like, uh, nah, this ain't what I want to deal with. I don't want to argue every day and then sex as a band-aid and, you know, all that shit. All, a lot of shit get old after a certain time. Definitely when you you really don't have to 
a lot of people deal with shit because they feel like they have to deal with shit. Right. You know, I got homies in relationships because they don't want to be on child support. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if I ain't happy, hey, I'm out. I'm gonna do way more than what that child support do. So trust, trust, trust that. So, so in that sense alone, that like that's where my freedom coming at, and that's how you find out you stay true to yourself. You stay true to yourself as a person, or you're gonna end up losing yourself in somebody else. Mm. So that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. But well, yeah. I mean, it's deep because of the fact that a lot of times in the life we live, we do lose focus of who we are. We do. Because we're trying so hard to, to make appease. someone else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to make some, exactly. Making everybody else around us happy when you truly not like, nigga, that shit ain't cool. That shit ain't never cool for nobody. How does, how does one walk away from something like that? Walk Cause I mean, I mean, from, it's easy. It, like, like, you know, it's easy to, for us to have a conversation about it. Right. But it's harder for a man or woman to walk away from a situation that's very complicated. You know, it's kids tied to it or they're married or they're in an abusive relationship. How does one, what does one need to do? Like, I mean, do they need to seek help or what, I mean, what do you, what do you, what are you seeing? What do you think problem, is possible? And it's, and, and I don't think walk away is the term because you never just can't walk out of situations like that. Sometimes you're forced out of them. Right. You know what I mean? Damn, sometimes you might got to block a motherfucker. You know what I mean? God damn. You might have to relocate. You might have to go get a restraining order. You know what I mean? Shit that you forced, though. You know what I mean? You ain't no just walking. Motherfucker, grab your children, turn around. Baby, you about to leave, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no walking. Sometimes you might have to get up out of there and leave everything in that motherfucker. You might just leave with the clothes on your back. You I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. <laughs> Right, yeah. but, hey, bitch, we, we gonna replace this motherfucker anyway. Right, on everything. Fuck yeah. you can have all that. Just leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's never that easy, bro. Like, yeah, there's no formula behind getting out of something toxic, man. But, you, you, like you said, you come across them people that really make you realize that that shit ain't cool. That that generally, uh, they care about you. Yeah. Like wholeheartedly. They don't want to see you in that situation. They see the good in you. See you yourself losing yourself behind some shit you ain't got no business dealing with in the first place. And all because that should be fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it really comes down to. Motherfuckers forcing themselves in situations and shit be fire. Staying in it because yeah. you got the dope. <laughs> uh, that's that thing feel like you hitting a pack. Yeah, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you, if you like from this right here, from this interview, that's why I feel like I'm calling it just the interview, the one-on-one. Um, if you were telling someone or just suggesting mm-hmm. something to someone for 2020, what would you choose, what would you suggest? What would be your suggestion to a person that is? One, coming out of a relationship that's complicated and they're trying to move away from it. Um, two, um, you know, they have kids, but they're having some problems raising. Because, uh, I mean, your background is kind of broad. You have a broad background and you have a ton of other stuff going on. You know, you're very, very successful in what you're doing. You're a very uh, great provider for not only yourself, but for your family. Um, 
So when you're looking at people that are setting expectations for 2020 relationships, you know, and trying to be a better mother or father um, as a single parent or just trying to be um, able to say, hey, how do I get a job coming from the background I'm coming from? You know, we don't went over all those things. What what are what are the main things that you would say to those people? You know, relationships, kids, single um, job from a, of a tough background. What are you saying to those people? Why wait? Mm. Why Why you got to wait till 2020? You, you knew you needed to get out of that situation five years ago. <laughs> you knew you needed that good job. You know, you. why wait? Money don't wait on nobody. I agree. You see what I'm saying? So, I agree. Uh, to better yourself, you should never want to wait to better yourself. Without you should, question. You should always want to do that soon as possible the moment you see the light you should always want to do that so when you come to the calendar year you want to you you in october you find yourself in a situation you just gonna say fuck it for three months nah you fix that now fix that now you don't want to wait till 2020 because in 2020 you could have had a raise or a bonus by then you see what i'm saying right right you don't never leave no money on the table i agree with that 100 percent so yeah, that's all about. I mean, that's what it's about, man. You know, grow. Yeah. Some people need time. Some people don't evolve as fast as others. You know, you can't expect that from everybody. But all I can do is talk about my situation. Hey, man, that's all we want to talk about your situation, man. Hey, hey, y'all, listen. It's one ten Ocean Drive. We had a little real talk. We call it the real talk, one on one, baby. We'll talk to you soon. We love you all. Yes, yes Lord. Sir. Yes, Lord. <laughs>